Hey, hey sisters, today I'm talking about what is keeping you from staying alcohol free. Number five, triggers at home, spouse, kids, money, life, messiness, clutter, oh my, oh my, real stuff, right? First, before I get started, I want to read a review today. Thank you so much for those of you who have been actively writing reviews. I appreciate you so very much. This is how this continues to get out. So thank you, thank you, thank you. From Katie, she says, awesome podcast. Michelle is heart-centered, spirit-filled, and passionate about helping women. This podcast is a joy. Thank you so much, Katie. And if you haven't taken a moment, just a quick moment to go click five stars and then write a review, would you do that this week sometime? I really, really, really would appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey sister, do you feel stuck? Do you feel like you're living each day over and over on a loop? Maybe you feel like a failure because you keep telling yourself that today will be different. You wake up each morning hoping to do better, but when the afternoon rolls around, all your promises to yourself are shot. And society screams, you deserve to have that drink, eat that piece of cake, and scroll mindlessly through social media. Hi. I'm Michelle Porterfield, certified mindset and breakthrough coach, mom of three, former daily wine drinker, excuse maker, and promise breaker. Coffee's my jam, dry shampoo is my BFF, and I am so glad you're here. I have created this community to help you walk in faith towards freedom from alcohol and other strongholds like it. Together, we will work to show you your value, your strength, and your ability to overcome. So pop in your earbuds and go for a walk or buckle up for your commute. Girl, get ready for straight talk and the truth because it's time to elevate your mindset, develop healthy routines, and begin to thrive alcohol-free. All right, before I get started on the actual topic, I just want to share something that came to mind today that was just super cool. And I continue having these moments as I walk through this beautiful life alcohol-free. And I... I'm not sure if I would notice these things if I didn't really intentionally keep this topic top of mind and do what I do here to serve women. But I wanted to just notice and or share what I noticed today about taking my kids to vacation Bible school. So it's it's summertime and our church is having our VBS, which is so cool and fun. It's like six o'clock in the night to like 830 and they're going to have a blast. And as I was driving there tonight, I just had this moment of gratitude of like, even this week, how this will be a little tricky with my schedule. I've got some things already planned this evening, some obligations. I have uh, schedule things. And so we'll really have to negotiate, okay, who's taking, who's picking up, you know, how can my other daughter help? What's her schedule? We're actually in a super busy schedule even though it's summer because they have camps and VBS. And then my older daughter is really just spending a lot of time between this junior and senior year shooting basketball, being part of camps so that the colleges will recruit her. So she's got a pretty heavy schedule. And even though that may be a little like frustrating or risky or like, okay, how making sure we don't forget who's doing what and have to rearrange, like I was so grateful that it doesn't matter which one I do outside of my schedule. Years past, I might would have taken but didn't want to pick up because I would have been drinking. You know, I wanted to make sure I could have my wine 
and I want to make sure my husband can do the pickup. And sometimes I didn't even do the drop off either. If it had been a quote unquote rough day or a stressful day, I'm over here with quotations, then I would have made him do it. But honestly, as I'm talking about this, this is a perfect lead into this topic of what's keeping us from staying alcohol free or these triggers at home. So let's talk a little bit about the reminder that our thoughts create our feelings. Now we don't see it in that order. We don't realize that, especially early on in our journey. And just so you know, in all the immense work I'm doing with my clients, in my coach, in all this other coaching uh, pods that I'm in, and the work that I'm doing, we still have to have someone that shines a light on this stuff. Because sometimes I can't even quite see it when I'm all alone and I'm trying to put together those thoughts. And that's why it matters to have someone that can see your blind spots. But I want you to just think about the reason why we feel something. And when we say the word trigger, for me, the immediate visual I get is tightness in the neck, tightness in the stomach, raised heart rate, a little hot. That's typically when I'm tense and quote unquote triggered, it's that. I'm frustrated because my spouse just said something stupid or my kids are fighting and they're messing with each other or like I'm sitting down to pay the bills and there's more bills than there is money and you know the house is a mess I've worked all day and I've come home and the kids have not done their chores you know the closets cluttered with clothes I've still got laundry to do and let me just tell you (laughs) That stuff doesn't change when you quit drinking, ladies, okay? Everything I just said has happened probably in the past six months. But it's how I respond and how I think about it. That is the key to change. So what happened is we think that a lot of times when we begin to change okay, I'm really working on myself. I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to stop eating sugar because I know that's what, you know, sets me off or what I go to or all the things. And we're growing, right? Okay. I'm doing my quiet time in the morning. I'm working with a coach. I'm going to therapy, like whatever. But then we get frustrated because the things around us in our environment's not changing. Well, they didn't commit to that. My spouse didn't show up and say he's changing and going to coaching or doing his thing. My kids are still kids. Money comes and goes. It's an exchange of value. We get to choose how we use it. You know, maybe maybe there's not enough to pay the bills because we ate out too many times last week. We know the flow. It's just a flow of in and out, which we'll talk about that down the road too. Money mindset is a huge, huge thing that I believe that especially... In my age group too, like we've all had to work on with how we were, how we grew up, right? And then just life and house, like the the dishes don't do themselves, the laundry doesn't do itself, so the circumstances don't change. What changes? The way I think about it. How I believe that a solution can be found, right? So I have to choose to allow myself to either be frustrated, because It's cool to be mad, right? You guys can be mad, you can be frustrated, but it's all about what action are you taking? Like I have 
I am totally cool with me coming home. And if my children know that they have their chores, they know to have it done by 4 p.m. And I come home and their booty's laying on the couch and they haven't done it, I'm ticked off and they know it. So not only can I fuss at them, but then, you know, sometimes I just decide not to do that because sometimes that makes me feel gross. And I figured out too, like, really at the end of the day, the fussing doesn't work. But what I'm saying is that I can still get frustrated about things, but what action am I taking? In this case, they basically lose their electronics or whatever. They have a circumstance for their action, right? So what happens in this journey is that we are changing. We want to be alcohol free. And for some reason, we think that just because we've removed it, and you know, for a while we can, we can have the willpower of you know, not drinking if these things happen. But over time, if we're continuing to think negatively about it and not find a solution and let these feelings begin to like stay inside of our body, then we're going to snap and we're going to want the feeling to go away. So there's so many angles that I could take this. I could take it into like, let's sit here and process. What are our thoughts? How can we change our thoughts to create new feelings? I can look at just the fact that sometimes we just need to sit in the discomfort. Discomfort is telling you something. It's telling you this isn't working. And I've actually stood in my kitchen and held my hands out and said, this just isn't working. What do I mean by that? What is this? What is working mean? We have to dig a little deeper. It's because it's shining a light on things that are not functioning the way you want them to function in your home. You're not pleased. You're not happy. You're not content. Well, why? Do you need to make some changes? Do you need to have a family meeting? Do you just need to, to, to get away from the situation? There's an episode I talk about this. Like when you're triggered, what are you feeling in your body? What do you normally do? And then what can you do instead? Because remember, we're all about taking control back here. We're not allowing the alcohol, the sugar, the Netflix, the spending, whatever it is that has had control over us that said, hey, come take me, come cope with me. This is what you need when you're feeling this way. We're saying no. We're taking control. And so by doing that, we have to realize that we, we still feel yucky. We still can feel discomfort, but we have to choose differently. And the action is what comes next. Sometimes early on or heavy stress action looks different than it's going to look now. If you're just in the beginning and you're just trying this thing or you're in the, you know, hey, I'm exploring removing alcohol and I realize, holy crap, this is so hard for me, then understand you're going to look different than me. Your strategy is not going to be the same as where I am. I have a lot more time under my belt, so to speak, where I can step back because of my level of calmness and I can look at my life and go, wait a minute. I'm feeling really stressed out. What's going on here? How am I thinking? That takes time. And honestly, that's what takes you getting to where I'm at and getting to the place where you can be totally alcohol free and have these moments of, wow, it's so cool. I can take my kids places and I don't even care. I'm not even care about drinking anymore. And even in the midst of stress, I don't want to drink anymore. I just understand that this is part of the human experience. 
I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, I told my child that the other day. She did something crazy. Well, I mean, this was me too. I was kind of like being that mom that was like, really? Are you kidding me? Well, I fussed at her, right? And she got super uncomfortable, wouldn't look at me. And she got mad and like she slammed the door. And I said, you get back here. <laughs> uh, all you parenting uh, experts out there, judge me. It's fine. Uh, I said, come here. I want you to stand here and I want you to look at me and I want you to feel uncomfortable. I said, I know you're embarrassed right now. And I know this, this is very uncomfortable for you to have this confrontation because you did something that now you feel dumb or you feel uncomfortable or embarrassed about. But I said, what I want you to do is I want you to stand here and feel it. Let it flow through your body. And then when we leave the house in a second, you're going to be back to your happy-go-lucky self. Because that the worst thing we can do is experience these emotions. I remember I used to do this, and now I'm like, oh my gosh, I ruined so much time. Where I would get mad at something and get irritated and just hang on to it like a blanket. Like I would just hold on to it and just carry it with me the rest of the day, no matter what we was going where we were going, what we were doing. What if it was something like super fun, like family fun, but I just felt like, you know, the little, you see the little memes of the little kids where they're like arms crossed and their lip out and just want to hold on to this because you, you pissed me off and I'm just going to show you, right? Like that is what we're doing when we're hanging on to this junk, ladies. We're acting like little cross-armed, puffy lip kids. And so that's what she did. She did not like it. <laughs> My daughter did not like it at all, but I'm going to tell you, when we left, she was fine. Because I'm trying to teach my children that feeling these emotions are fine. You're not going to die. Nothing's going to happen to you when you just feel it. It's just our nature is to run and find something better. I want to feel different. I want to feel different. I don't like it. I'm uncomfortable. I'm mad. I'm stressed whatever we want to call it. I'm anxious. I'm lonely. I'm fearful. I'm sad. I'm resentful. I'm apathetic. Like, let's take time really exploring emotions. Like, I want you to go like Google or go to Pinterest and look up emotional words. Start learning, like, what are these things you're feeling? Because I think that's what happens to us over time is we even forget what the heck this is. We start to feel discomfort and we bam, we cope immediately. Why don't we start exploring? Because don't you think that if you take the time to name it, that possibly you could tame it? Ooh, that just popped out, y'all. That could be totally lame and I don't really care. But seriously, if I can name this, I at least am able to look at it experience it and I guess yeah tame it into a way that I'm choosing a healthy action because I don't want to just take that emotion and let it take over and do what the heck it decides it wants to do and not care who's in my way or who I blow past or who I hurt because that's typically what happens right if we're not hurting ourselves we're hurting someone else so as you explore this this week I really want you to just pay attention to when you're, you're coming home, whenever you find that these triggers are happening, because I know that they are, I want you to just step back and look at it from an outside perspective, like possibly visualize yourself rising above yourself just for a moment 
I want you to take a deep breath and I want you to look down and ask yourself, what's going on, girl? What are you feeling right now? What's going on in your heart and your body? Like, why did, why did that bother you so much? Are you, are you hurting? Are you lonely? Are you scared? Are you feel for, fearful? Are you feeling vulnerable? Like, girl, what's going on? Like, speak to your inner child and speak to that sweetness inside of you. And then allow that to move and take a new action. Remind yourself that, man, if I eat that cookie, it may, it may help for just a minute. Or if I go in there, I mean, and eat a bowl of popcorn or whatever, or drink. If I go mix that drink or pour that wine, or if I go like start scrolling because I just, I don't want to think anymore. I just want to scroll and I want to numb it. Or what if I just going to go to Amazon? Cause I know if I buy my something, myself something, it makes me feel so much better. Or, you know, what if you click on something like porn or, you know, you just don't know where this can go. If you continue to allow yourself to let it rule you. Let's not let it rule us anymore. So I hope this helps and I hope this gives you some sort of awareness because that's really where it starts. I'm always going to tell you that until we are aware of what's going on in our thoughts and our feelings and our hearts and all this stuff happening, we're really going to struggle doing anything that's positive that help us grow and move us forward. It's going to be very difficult. So I love you. I'm here for you. Remember, I always keep time open on my schedule each week for these quick calls because you guys sometimes just want to talk to me and just kind of tell me where you are and I can give you some guidance and I can add some value. You may be at a place where you're like, you know what, I've done this long enough on my own and I'm ready to work with you, Michelle. And you may be at a place where you're just curious of what that would look like. I have spaces available for you. So just send me an email at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com or at gmail.com, yes. And, or you can send me a DM on Instagram. I love the voice messages or Facebook Messenger. It's so simple to find each other these days. I mean, with social media and email, come on. Just step up for yourself, raise your hand, and I will see you soon. Until next time, stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often, I will read reviews and give shout outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.